A lot of you have been asking me for insomnia treatment options, so I want to let you know I have launched an insomnia treatment course. It's a very structured and effective treatment program with a lot of clinical evidence support. So one course is in Chinese and one is in English. You can find it at deepintosleep.co forward slash insomnia. Hello, welcome to Deep Into Sleep. This is Yishan. So a lot of people have asked me why they always sleep poorly on Sunday night and really struggle on Monday morning. Also, a lot of people feel so anxious and have difficulties falling asleep on Sunday night, especially. But they slept really well on Friday night and Saturday night. Of course, they also get up quite late during the weekend, because they finally can sleep in to catch up on sleep after getting up early for the whole week from Monday to Friday. I think there are two things here we really need to remember. One, sleeping in will not help us to catch up sleep and feel better. Two. Sleeping in during the weekend with a very different schedule from the weekdays can only mess up our circadian rhythm, so it actually do more harm than good to our whole sleep quality. I can invite some guests or talk about this in more details in the future episodes, but here I just want to make sure everyone understands: if you don't feel like you sleep enough during the weekdays. Just try to sleep in and get up late during the weekends will not help you, not as what you imagined. So what can we do then? How we can just deal with this weekend Sunday night anxiety and Monday morning difficulties getting up? If I can only give you one tip to help you with this, that would be getting up every day consistently. The consistency for bedtime and wake up time is so important for regulating our circadian rhythm and help us to improve our sleep quality. So, what does that mean to guide our day-to-day -day life? That means whatever, whenever you need to get up from Monday to Friday for your work, try to get up at similar time during the weekend. If you are really tired, you really want sleep more. Don't sleep over one hours more than what your normal wake up time is during the weekdays. For example, if you have to wake up around seven a.m. to go to work every day during the weekend, try to get up around seven thirty or no later than eight if possible. What if that is really hard for you? You cannot get up that early naturally. Then try to arrange some physical activities, exercise during the daytime after you wake up, especially at the weekend, to move your body around, get the natural sunlight. Those all can help you wake up early and get you more tired. By the night time, you will feel tired naturally, and it's more likely for you to feel sleepy at earlier time, so you can sleep a little bit early. Ideally, if you can keep a consistent bedtime and a consistent wake-up time from Monday to Sunday, that would be really helpful. 
to you for your sleep quality. However, if your bedtime cannot be guaranteed, you possibly have other ob obligations, responsibilities, or work, or you have to hang out with friends. I would say the consistent wake up time is much more important than a consistent bedtime. No matter when you go to bed, how late or how early, always keep a consistent wake up time every day. So you get to reset your circadian rhythm every morning to help your body get going at the same time. In our episode thirteen, when I interviewed Dr. Chris Winter, that's what he said exactly, and that's how he helps his children to manage their sleep and reduce sleep-related anxiety when they were young. I remember he mentioned no matter how late his children went to bed, he always gently wake them up. In the morning, he set this firm boundary that no matter when you go to bed, you get up consistently in the morning around the same time. So at night, it's your choice when to go to bed, but in the morning, you still have to get up around the same time. Some of you may say, "I don't care. I just want sleep whenever I want. I just want be happy." Sure, that's your choice. Recently, actually, there is another research study, very interestingly, studying irregular sleep time and how that relate to our health. So this study just got published this year, and the researchers followed almost two thousand men and women. Between forty-five years old to eighty-four years old for five years, and what they found is those people who have the most irregular sleep duration or timing, they had more than double the risk of developing a cardiovascular disease later. Even though this is just one single study. And more research definitely needed to be done to learn more about irregular sleep time and how that may impact our health. But there are already a lot of research out there talking about shift workers' schedule, how that really harm their health in general. So if we could not maintain a regular bedtime or wake up time. There may be some potential risk for our health in the long term. So, if you are someone struggling with、uh, insomnia or your sleep quality or this, you know, weekend time Monday morning struggles, try this. Try to set up a consistent wake wake up time throughout the week. You can take a short nap in the middle of day if you really need. But the thing is, a lot of people with insomnia, even if you feel tired during the daytime, you actually are not able to fall asleep, even if you try to take a nap. So please really listen to your body and figure out what works best for you. If you are really bothered by insomnia or other sleep-related concerns, please consider finding a sleep doctor to really figure out the diagnosis. And appropriate treatment. 
for insomnia, as many sleep doctors on this show already talk about. The best treatment is CBT for insomnia. That is、uh, cognitive behavioral therapy for insomnia. CBTI, and you can find more information about that treatment on my website, deepintosleep.co, and I will put this link to this research paper on the show note, which gonna be deepintosleep.co forward slash episode forward slash zero two four. After listening to this episode, if you go back to try to set up a consistent wake-up time, and if anything changed or any thoughts, concerns, feedback, I really would love to hear from you. Please feel free to leave feedback, email me. Just let me know how this change, this one small change on your sleep schedule, can impact you. My online Mandarin CBTI group will start in about two weeks. If you speak Mandarin and you or your family has insomnia and you want to check out that class, please let me know. Also, if you have any concerns, questions about any sleep-related questions, please feel free to let me know, and I will find the answer and find the appropriate guests to talk about that topic. Thank you for listening again, and I will see you all next week. Sleep is an individual thing. We all sleep differently, and there is so much we can do to improve sleep quality. Keep hope and carry on. This podcast is for general informational purpose only and does not include the practice of medicine or other health professional services. Usage of the information we share is at the listener's own risk, and our content does not intend to be a substitute for any medical and professional services, diagnoses, and treatment. Please seek professional health services as needed. Are you suffering from insomnia? I promise you, the CBTI method in my course will definitely help you. Even if several nights of better sleep, that would be a world-changing experience for you. I have had so many success from my insomnia patients who have taken this course over the years. If you know someone who are struggling with sleep, go to my website and check out my course at deepintosleep.co. Or slash insomnia.